the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump says his chief of staff, John Kelly, will leave his job at the end of the year. The president not saying immediately who will replace Kelly, a retired Marine general who has served as chief of staff since July of last year. In Paris today, police been firing water cannons on yellow vested protesters throwing flares and setting fires in one of the French capital's main shopping districts. They're demanding a change of leadership in France. The Labor Department says the unemployment rate remains 3.7%. Meanwhile, Bankrate.com's Mark Hamrick says wage growth is on the way up. Wage growth remains respectable here. A 3.1% gain in average hourly earnings over the past year. It's not a lottery jackpot, but it also doesn't set off inflation alarm bells for financial markets. November wage growth matched the previous month's figure, which was the best since 2009. This is SRN News. December is Safe Toy and Celebration Month. Put safety first by quickly disposing of loose wrapping paper and plastic packaging that may be a choking hazard. Also, helmets make a great companion gift for that shiny new scooter, bike, or skateboard. Buying age-appropriate toys and being watchful for recalls are just a few more ways to ensure a happy, healthy holiday season. This message brought to you by our sister station, Wellness Radio 1570. Listen online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. The longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities is up next year on The Patriot. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network with the headliner, Mitch Berg. Uh, But first, we're going to take a quick look at your weather forecast. There is a winter weather advisory in effect until tomorrow at noon. The snow starts up sometime this afternoon, and it looks like we'll see an inch this afternoon and then maybe one to three more inches overnight. It will be blustery as well, so not ideal driving conditions out there. TheFishTwinCities.com is playing all your favorite Christmas tunes. That's TheFishTwinCities.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, going on 17 years of chronicling politics, uh, education, pop culture, music, history, whatever grabs my fancy here in Minnesota. Uh, this of Broadcast, of course, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 14 and three-quarter years now, dominating Twin Cities Weekend Radio, which, let's be honest, means dominating Twin Cities Radio because all of the real action in Twin Cities Radio happens on Saturdays and Sundays. I am, of course, uh, on Saturdays, Brad Carlson, every Sunday, 1 to 3, here on AM 1280, Brad King Banyan. Every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We've been doing this for a long time. There's a good reason for that. A, we're cheap. B, we dominate. What else can you It's a great combination. You'd like to find a grocery store that delivered that well. Anyway, today is the season. Well, today we are into the holiday season right now. Christmas uh, for all of us Christians and secular also secular people who basically like having the holiday but also hanukkah for our jewish friends uh, there's other holidays out there uh, both serious and uh less serious i i do enjoy sort of toasting up people who yap about festivus this time of year it's just sort of a sort of a, a cynical cold-hearted excuse for holiday and which which by the way i will take over what has becoming uh Perhaps a less agreeable holiday tradition in recent years. Something I didn't, perhaps I didn't notice this until I had a granddaughter, although I, I think I probably recall thinking about this when my kids were younger. I was 
too busy to care much what people thought when my kids were were young children. But now that I've got a granddaughter, I, I think I noticed this sort of thing even more. I've talked about this on the broadcast in the past over the last couple of years where it's got to be kind of overwhelming. And, and part of it is because the radio aerial on my car broke about a year ago and my car is getting on. So I'm not putting a whole lot of money into fixing things like radio antennas. So I don't get to listen to a lot of of AM radio anymore. Not a lot of it comes in in my car. I have to listen to my AM 1280, the Patriot Fix, via the internet these days. And via the app, I should point out as well. Uh, the AM 1280thepatriot.com and, and iHeart.com as well. Anyway, uh, but so the one station that actually comes through in my car relatively loud and clear that isn't all music, because let's be honest, I can't listen to music radio anymore. Music radio these days bores me stiff. It's either classic rock I've heard a billion times. I mean, how many times can you hear the Doobie Brothers sing Blackwater? Uh, you're not going to hear anything new after 40-odd years. And the stuff the kids listen to today, just said, it doesn't grab me. It's not designed to grab me. So that's fine. Let let the kids listen to what they want to listen to. But there's just not a lot of music radio I listen to. So I listen to stuff involving talk or news or other such things. <laughs> to the point where, out of pure boredom, I will tune in Spanish-language radio stations, or sometimes if I'm driving through the greater Chicago area, Polish and Ukrainian radio stations. But Mitch, do you speak Polish and Ukrainian? No, that's not the point. I like listening to the way radio sounds in other languages. I'm I'm exposing my inner radio geek here. Let me let me get it back on on path. I like listening. I prefer listening to music that is primarily news and talk. That's just the way I bet. It's what brings me to this format. And right now, without a functional aerial in my car, that kind of limits me to you know, the local national public radio affiliate, Minnesota Public Radio, which is becoming, by the way, at least at the national level, so lost in Trump derangement that I find myself not listening to that much either. But I do. And this time of year, we get into the season where the 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 people you know national public radio's clientele apparently and and certainly the people who produce most of their non news programming get lost in this, this orgy of hating the christmas season and not just the music although there's the inevitable story or two especially on their non news programming about how uh, the, but the oppressiveness of listening to christmas music that you can't escape christmas music they say to which I, I respond, well, I'll tell you what, then you find something that brings all you, you atheists and agnostics out there, bring something to the world that brings joy and happiness to people across a broad spectrum of the population. And I'm sure a radio station or a, a Muzak service will, will pick that up. If you atheists and agnostics ever come up with something that brings joy to people, we're still waiting on that. Anyway, the other part, of course, is the inevitable caterwauling about the, the onerousness of trying to get along with different members of your family, especially in the age of Trump, but even without Trump, even during the Clinton administration. You heard this from, from just before Thanksgiving till just after, or just around New Year's every year. Well, it's time to go back and visit the family and eat the rubber chicken and deal with your conservative, obnoxious, racist uncles. Like, oh. I it's 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 a litany that happens every year and I I call it out and I mock it and I taunt it because I've I've had enough and and I get it not everyone in our society is a Christian not every Christian has uh, not everyone who grew up in a Christian background had a wonderful time with their family life I I get that I'm lucky and blessed in so many ways uh regarding my family background I'll I'll admit it I'm happy to admit it on the other hand, this becomes sort of a self-indulgent ceremony after a while. When you look at how cynical I am, look at me and my detached cynicism, and it's it becomes sort of a self-aggrandizing spectacle after a while. Sort of like people who who are too self-deprecating, right? People who are who are too cynical about the holidays, and pretty soon the cynicism about the holidays isn't about the holiday. 
It's about them. Anyway, uh, that's we're in the middle of that season right now, and I'm I'm just doing my little bit to push back against it. And by the way, bring on the Christmas music. Even baby, it's cold outside. By the way, if if the worst if the worst that modern feminists face in their daily life these days is a song that was written, I don't know, 50, 60 years ago when people had a, I don't know, I guess more robust attitude about flirtation than they do today. If that's the worst problem modern feminists face is the song, Baby It's Cold Outside, then we truly do live in a golden age. I don't know. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. I know that the, if you've ever watched the show Mad Men, women did not, it was not all, <laughs> the 50s and 60s were not a golden age of, of for being female. We, we get that. Okay. So the, the society has advanced beyond that in some ways and retreated greatly from that in other ways. That's a subject from a, for a whole nother show here. But I'm just saying if, if the worst you face in your, in, today's world is not just that song but the idea that people feel some sort of happiness this time of year then truly a we live in a golden age b you need to have someone slap you back to common sense anyway neither here nor there speaking of slapping back to common sense uh the minnesota management budget came out with its annual budget forecast this year and as usual when republicans are in charge of things or at least as they have been in the legislature for the last couple of years where we have a budget surplus as bad as the republicans were in terms of keeping to the letter of what we conservatives would like to have them do when they have control of the legislature even with a democrat governor uh spending was controlled to the point where even with a 40 a 40 plus billion dollar budget uh, the economy was humming along relatively speaking well enough to deliver the state a 1.5 billion dollar surplus to work with this next session uh quoting minnesota public radio in a story that came out uh, i believe yesterday uh, Governor-elect Waltz and a divided Minnesota legislature will have a $1.544 billion surplus to work with uh, next session as they craft the state's two-year state budget. State budget officials released the latest economic forecast Thursday, kicking off what will be a busy budgeting year in St. Paul. Oh, joy. Lawmakers are constitutionally required to approve a balanced state budget in odd-numbered years or state government will shut down. The number is particularly significant for Waltz, a DFL congressman, who will head into the governor's office in January. <sighs> After campaigning on increased funding for education, health care, and other state programs, by law, he must deliver his two-year budget proposal first, meeting a February 19th deadline. Now, Democrats look at a surplus number as two things. First of all, a triumph. Second of all is a challenge. Now, there are some Republicans, and in almost every case, is the, uh, case, these are Republicans who perhaps vote Republican but don't pay much attention to exactly how government works. And that's fine. That's the way life should be. Life should be simple enough. Government should be simple enough so that people don't have to pay attention to it. Uh, they don't have to watch it like a, a rabid dog in their house. But government is a rabid dog, especially government where Democrats control two of the three, well, really three of the four axes of power in the state of Minnesota. They control the governor's office, they will control the House of Representatives, and they control the Minnesota Supreme Court. All we have is a tenuous one-vote majority in the Minnesota State Senate. And after 2000, after this past election, you have a lot of Republicans in some of these suburban seats who are starting to worry about their electoral longevity. Now, that may change over time as the DFL inevitably overreaches because DFLers, when in power, have all the restraint of crack addicts with a stolen gold card. I'll be oblique and sensitive in saying that. So they will overreach. They will overreach on budget. They will overreach on social issues. They will overreach on gun control. Oh, yes, they will. And hopefully that will snap some suburban voters back to common sense from my mouth to God's ears. Here's hoping. But got news for you. And I, this is for you if you're a DFLer, but it's especially for you if you are a Republican 
who nonetheless got the news of a state surplus and thinks, ah, that's good news. We'll talk about that when we come back and take your calls at 651-289-4488. Money does indeed change everything. And we'll be talking about that and much more when we come back on the Northern Alliance AM 1280, The Patriot. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Before he capitulated on Tuesday, French President Emmanuel Macron had declared he would never give in to the demands of the so-called yellow vest protesters. By law in France, all motorists must carry such a yellow vest in case of car trouble. But the car trouble they are rioting about for the past two weekends is not about their vehicles, but about the 5% hike in fuel costs that Macron had decreed as a means of combating global warming. The protests had become increasingly violent in a classic countryside versus the capital confrontation. And had Macron not raised a white flag and rolled back the new tax, another weekend of violence was expected. He did, though, and the message is clear. As the Wall Street Journal put it, quote, voters don't believe that climate change justifies policies that would raise their cost of living and hurt the economy. Climate change, my friends, is not an excuse to gouge tax hikes out of citizens. This is Hugh Hewitt. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. When will you take the time to think of and shop for her perfect gift? Go to Wix and Jewelers. This is the season when the highly trained Wix and staff really shines. They don't earn a commission, so they can focus all their attention on you. You'll be shocked at how easy they make it and amazed at their unmatched selection of diamonds and fine watches. You'll feel awesome knowing that you bought her exactly what she wants. Wix and Jewelers Bloomington, celebrating 30 years of making Christmas brighter. Wixandjewelers.com, open every day till Christmas. Everybody's doing it, and everybody's making money at it, except you. You're losing holiday business to your online competitors, and you don't know how to get in the game. Talk to us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness, even if you have none, and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales coming out of this season. We can design and implement all of your online marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your online advertising and sales. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now, there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround, increasing sales dramatically. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. That's surroundmsp.com, connecting you with new customers. If you could cook up the world's greatest radio station, what ingredients would you need? We'd start by mixing in high-quality, free-range wellness experts. Then we'd add in a generous scoop of the topics that matter most to you. Finally, we'd stir in a certified organic website full of helpful resources and garnish with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not some half-baked idea. It's on the air right now. Wellness Radio 1570, online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. The number to call, should you care to join me, and I hope you do. We're also on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Hey, don't forget, the Patriot wants to pay your mortgage or rent for all of 2019. Enter today for your chance to win by clicking the Christmas Mortgage Miracle. AM12Athepatriot.com. Only Freedom Fan Club members are eligible to win, so sign up for the fan club today. You're going to have to enter before December 20th. you got 12 days. Think about all the things you could do with all that extra money. Go to am12athepatriot.com for details. And by the way, there is a limit to how much they will pay over the course of a year. It's uh, If you live in a mansion out on out on Lake Minnetonka, it'll make a dent. Okay, don't worry. If you're like most people's mortgage, it'll pretty much put you way, way ahead for the year. So anyway, go to m12athepatriot.com for all the details. 
It is a Christmas miracle, courtesy of your friends here at Salem Twin Cities. So, anyway, we were talking about the uh, budget surplus and uh, the amount of money that's involved here in this state. I remember when we started doing this show, and the state budget was hanging around $30 billion, and that was up from in the teens during the Carlson administration, during Ernie Carlson, who, by the way, doubled the state budget during his eight years in office for the same reason that the Democrats uh, are going to do their best to do the same thing. I mean, we're talking $48 billion today. Oh, if Tim Waltz wins re-election and the Democrats get control of the Senate and keep control of the House in two years, look for that $48 billion budget to rise to 80 or $90 billion by the middle of the next decade. I guarantee it. By 2026, we will have a budget approaching a tenth of a trillion dollars. Because there's always something to spend more money on. If you run a family, you know that. There's always something to waste money on. There's always more goodies to give to the political class. Because at the end of the day, the vast majority of government spending is transferring money from taxpayers to the government's stakeholders, the people who are in power, the people who live off of government power. Now, many of you know this. But not all of you do. And those of you who do know what I'm about to say, no doubt have relatives, people in your family, even people who may consider themselves conservatives, fiscal conservatives, perhaps government social moderates, people who like to shepherd the value of the taxpayer's dollar. So it's for them, I say, when people say this is good news, uh, it's not the, the idea of a government budget surplus is good news. It's not. I mean, Minnesota Public Radio in their report on the subject even say uh, in, at the beginning of a pair of quote, the surplus is welcome news, but it won't necessarily make crafting the $48 billion budget any easier. Republicans say correctly that the surplus is the result of economic growth spurred by recent state and federal tax cuts and more tax relief should be on the table next session. And that's that's the that is the fact. The fact is, Minnesota, the state of Minnesota, set a budget two years ago, a grossly inflated budget. By the way, two years ago, a, a budget that, with Republican connivance against a Democrat governor, but with a complete control of a Republican House and Senate, uh, increased by. By a significant percentage, not less than it would have had the Democrats had complete control uh, of, of the legislature, more than it should have had the Republicans been able to win all three legs of power, the House, the Senate, and the governor's office. Anyway, but the fact is the budget did increase, and the budget increases every biennium because there's a certain amount of inflation, because government inflation is higher, much higher than the, uh, than the inflation in the private sector, and because government naturally likes to grow itself, and because Mark Dayton uh, w- took office with the express intention of growing the power of government, and part of government power is its ability to transfer money from your wallet to itself at gunpoint. Oh, Mitch, that's not at gunpoint now. No, it is at gunpoint. If you don't pay your taxes, eventually... Eventually, there will be an escalating level of implied violence that will eventually wind up with sheriff's deputies with guns at your door. Guns may stay in their holsters, but the message is clear. You are violating the law. Government is going to exert force to force you to pay up or go to prison. There's really no two ways about it. So what happens when you have a government surplus is the already inflated, bloated, government-centered budget that was passed by Republicans with a DFL governor two years ago got spent, the taxes that needed to be collected to pay for this bloated monstrosity of a budget got paid, and then a little extra. Because the surplus comes from someplace, and it doesn't come from unicorns flying down from heaven bearing bags of gold coins. No, the money that goes into the budget comes exclusively from taxpayers, from individuals, from businesses, from anybody doing business in Minnesota, from anyone paying sales taxes in Minnesota. The fact is the economy has been good. 
perhaps better than, well, certainly better than anyone predicted during the Obama administration, including the president, former president himself, the economy has been humming along, which means people are buying more cars and houses and gummy bears and everything in between and paying more sales taxes for it. People's incomes are rising. Wage income has been rising in real terms which means income taxes paid on that income has been rising. And as a result, government took more of your money from the economy in this last two years than they had budgeted for. Now, if you're a conservative, you think the right thing to do is give that money back because it was taken in excess of, of what government said it, quote, needed, end quote, two years ago, since it didn't need it and it came from us, it should come back. And by come back, I mean to all of us, not targeted tax cuts aimed at DFL constituencies or Republican constituencies for that matter. If the budget went 5% over, we should all get, every last one of us, every person who filed a Minnesota tax return should get a 5% rebate. We should be getting checks in the mail. As lunatic as Jesse Ventura was, at least he delivered that. Not all of it. Not a thousand dollars for every man, woman, and child in the state. More like a couple hundred, but it was something. It's one area, one of few areas where Jesse Ventura did the right thing. Give him that much. On the other hand, Democrats, if you are a progressive, if you are someone who believes that people exist to serve government and its priorities, and they are government's priorities, not the people's priorities. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. If you believe that, you believe that a surplus is more money to spend. You believe government is like some person walking up the street who finds a wallet with no ID but stuffed with $50 bills. Hey, nothing. I don't know where this money came from. Sure is lucky I found it. I'm going to go spend it now before someone wants it. It's not. We know exactly where it came from. And furthermore, surpluses that happen, and this is the most annoying part of this whole thing, during the Carlson years, during Arnie Carlson's administration, when the budget doubled, when the budget every biennium came back and through four straight biennia, during the Carlson administration, the budget came back in surplus every time because the economy during the 1990s was humming right along. Thank you, Republican majority in Washington. Thank you, Ronald Reagan and his peace dividend. That's why the economy was humming along. They were in surplus every year, every biennium, as I recall. At any rate, tax, tax collections came pouring in. And successive DFL-dominated state governments saw those surpluses, which were a function of expanding wealth in the state, as opportunities to spend more. So these temporary, transient surpluses, which are not permanent, were all turned into permanent spending. It's like your household budget is based around an income of $50,000 a year, you get a $5,000 bonus because the company had a good year, and so you crank your budget for every year up to 55000 bucks. The company has a bad year next year, but your budget stays at 55000 bucks, and you wonder why you're five grand in the hole? See, that's reality. If you, if you bring... The realities that people live with to planning for state government, you would think, okay, we were $1.5 billion over. By the way, with $2 billion in, quote, rainy day funds, end quote, also collected, also taken out of the productive state economy to keep the government working, $2 billion, that's $400 for every man, woman, and child in the state, $400 that you, with a, fa with a family of five, would add up to 2000 bucks. that I bet you could put to something useful. Oh, if you talk about uh, $2 billion in rainy day funds to protect the government from a rainy day, along with a $1.5 billion surplus, I'm doing the math in my head here. That, that, that adds up to about $700 for every man, woman, and child in the state. 
If you have a family of five, two adults, three kids, that's $3,500. You think you could use $3,500 in case of a rainy day? Oh, I know I could. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Go with Nowhere. The Northern Alliance Radio Network will be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Step into a Chet's Red Wing store this season for great gift ideas for the hard-to-shop-for person on your list. We have comfortable sheepskin slippers for men and women, as well as a variety of socks, belts, inserts, and other great accessories. Don't forget our gift cards, available in any amount. Come see us in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Visit our Chet's store in Columbia Heights for New Balance snow boots for men and women. The soul of a sneaker, the heart of a boot. Remember, if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning knows the holidays are a time for lists. There's shopping lists, grocery lists, guest lists, good and naughty lists. But don't forget about the most important list of all, Standard's 24-point checklist that comes with their furnace tune-up. It makes sure your furnace is running in tip-top shape. And during December, you can get this tune-up for $25 off. Standard Heating's Nate Certified Professionals will make sure your furnace is clean and working at peak performance. Most manufacturers recommend regular maintenance like this. Not only will you save $25 on the tune-up, a properly working furnace will also help you save on winter energy bills. And who doesn't like a little extra money around the holidays? So put a furnace tune-up at the top of your to-do list. Learn more about saving $25 on their professional furnace tune-up and all their other year-end deals today at standardheating.com patriot. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Comfort you deserve following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 671 That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boom box that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, it's time to talk about the Freedom Fan Club. It's got all the perks of a reward card with none of the hassle. AM12A, The Patriot Fan Club. Go to AM12A, The Patriot.com. Click on Fan Club for pre-sale access to tickets, exclusive content, prizes, and much, much more. By the way, December Book of the Month. Donald Drains the Swamp by Eric Metaxas and Tim Raglan. Check it out. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. I played their commissar, as I may wind up doing every time our next person is mentioned on this broadcast. By the way, thank you, Terminator N, fitting this in. It's perfect. Because we have our own modern-day... Commissar, having taken office in Washington, D.C. We have plenty of them out there, wannabe communist strongman thug types. I mean, you get right down to it. Every snowflake on the street you see wearing a Che Guevara t-shirt. 
is one of them. But we've got one of them in D.C. now. I'm not talking about Bernie Sanders. I mean, he's a doddering old socialist fool, but he's just he's just one of those like one of those weed smoking leftover hippies you find down at the the Mayday bookstore or wherever it is they hang out these days. Ah, maybe it's the coffee shops around town. I don't know. The uh, 60, 70 year old former hippies uh, who clearly uh, managed to alter their brains a tad back in the good old days. Uh, they're out there, but no, there's a young generation of socialists out there, uh, and. Some of them are, are trying to get a little, uh, trying to, trying to get a little more, I don't know, extravagant in their, uh, in their impingements upon freedom. Now, uh, I've been talking, uh, of course, I'm talking about, uh, Congresswoman elect Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez from New York, a woman who, uh, very much fits Dennis Prager's aphorism about, uh, it takes an elite education to, be as stupid as some of these progressives are and and she certainly qualifies uh certainly with the elite education and in many of her utterances well the dumb as well i mean if a republican stepped uh if a republican jammed his foot or her foot in their mouth as much as congresswoman-elect ocasio-cortez has done so far even with before she's taken office she would be a staple of late night television but they are not so it remains to us to make her the staple of mockery and derision that she deserves to be and by the way that this person say any person saying this sort of bilge would deserve to be no matter what their gender or ethnicity i wouldn't care if this was a a white presbyterian saying this stuff and <laughs> and and I urge them to do it as well because I will prove it by roasting them to within a, an inch of their lives. Anyway, this week, this past week, Representative-elect Ocasio-Cortez said something that every everyone, I think it was Roy Rogers who once said, uh, every once in a while, politicians screw up and tell the truth. And... Ms. Ocasio-Cortez, whatever her other crimes, uh, sins, I should say, not crimes, may have done the same this past week. She issued a tweet talking about uh, a statement by Donald Trump Jr. Uh, engaging Ms. Ocasio-Cortez on some abstruse point or another. And she tweeted, quote, anyway, she, she wrote on Twitter, quote, I've noticed that Junior here has a habit of posting nonsense about me whenever the Mueller investigation heats up. She, she wrote, quote, please keep it coming, Junior. It's definitely a very, very large brain idea to troll. Here's the part where it gets interesting. It's a very large brain idea to, quote, troll a member of a body that will have subpoena power in a month. Now, I mentioned this. Because of another story that came out this past week uh, in Wisconsin, Republicans having uh, lost uh, the governor's office in Wisconsin uh, have pushed through a sweeping what the New York, New York Times calls a sweeping set of bills this past week to limit the power of the state's newly elected Democrats. Another hardball maneuver, they call it, by a man who's played a key role in driving the state sharply to the right in the days. And I quote the New York Times after the Republican governor's. Stunning loss last month, the end of eight years of one-party control of the state government. Um, the Speaker of the Republican State, or I should say the Republican Speaker of the State Assembly, a fellow named Robin Voss, uh, was defiant. Quote, we are going to stand like bedrock to guarantee that Wisconsin does not go back, Mr. Voss told local reporters after the midterms. Mr. Voss became the first official to publicly suggest that Republicans consider reigning the authority of incoming Democratic Governor Tony Evers. If there are areas where we could look and say, geez, we have made mistakes and where we granted too much power to the executive, he told reporters I'd be open to taking a look at saying what we can do to change that to try and rebalance it. This past week, during an extraordinary special legislative session, Rep Republicans managed to do it. After hours of mysterious closed-door meetings that went past midnight, the Wisconsin Senate convened at 4.30 on Wednesday morning and passed one uh, by one vote a package of bills designed to curb the power of incoming Democrat leaders. The state assembly followed suit by a much larger 
a margin later in the morning. Legislation was aimed at undermining Democrats. There would be a new limit on early voting, which tends to benefit Democrat candidates. And elect, after an election that saw record-breaking turnout, lawmakers, not the government, would control the majority of appointments on an economic development board. Good. The legislation would also prevent Mr. Evers from banning guns in the Wisconsin Capitol without permission from legislators. The bills would also require the incoming governor to get permission from lawmakers to seek adjustments on programs by jo- run jointly by federal and state governments, such as public benefit programs. Good! The legislation would block Mr. Evers' ability to withdraw the state from a lawsuit challenging the Affordable Care Act, a major campaign promise. But the legislative package was so sprawling and rushed that many Democrats are still trying to assess the damage. Boo-hoo. Let me give you some background on this. Republicans in Wisconsin have some ben- uh, have the benefit of recent knowledge of the power and toxicity of executive branch overreach that, thankfully... Minnesotans don't have yet. Now, with the Metrocrats in control, that may change. I mean, I've told you all over the past few weeks, watch out for Democrat overreach. It is inevitable and it is coming. And if the voters have any common sense, it won't stick. People of Wisconsin have much more experience with with executive branch overreach than we do, especially conservatives. You may recall in 2010 through 2012, I I talked about this on the broadcast, seems like yesterday, but it was five, six years ago. There were a series of no-knock SWAT raids. Uh, By SWAT raids, I mean... Armed SWAT teams, not just cops with their sidearms, but guys in full battle rattle, armed up to one degree behind the special forces fashion curve, barging through people's doors early in the morning without knocking, throwing people out of their houses while they carried out extremely intrusive, destructive searches of their property, carting away computers and personal papers for combing through by the Dane County Attorney's Office, and also slapping on gag orders that would hold the victims, and that is the proper term, victims, not subjects, victims of these unconstitutional strong-arm searches, preventing them from going to the media on pain of a contempt of court citation and time in jail for engaging in their First Amendment right to dissent from government abuse. And by the way, subjecting any newspapers that broke that uh, gag order to criminal sanctions as well. And, and by the way, these raids were carried out against hardened criminals like the head of Wisconsin Club for Growth, spokespeople and activists for Americans for Prosperity, conservative groups, conserv- groups that sought to affect policy in a conservative manner, to push policy to the right by legal, ethical means by exercising their First Amendment rights to free speech and to fundraise to support more free speech and to put out more better speech to combat the bad speech that had been dominating Wisconsin since the early 1960s. And for their trouble, they and their families were awoken by jackboots in their front hallways, running up their stairs, rousting them out of bed at gunpoint. Now... Over the course of this past couple of days, I've heard a lot of DFLers whinging, sniveling about Wisconsin Democrats preempting the, the, the ravages of excessive executive power on the part of the incoming governor who represents a party that has abused executive power in the most bald faced, toxic, and let's Let's not mince words. Authoritarian way possible. In fact, this is a representative of a party in Wisconsin that did exactly what the most lily-livered, ninny-ish, whinging Democrats 
were, quote, afraid Donald Trump was going to do, end quote, two years ago when he took office. Donald Trump has not sicked the military loose on dissidents. But the Dane County Prosecutor's Office did exactly that in Wisconsin. He sicked the armed power of government on dissenters using uh, using elements of law that, that, that were legal in Wisconsin, should not have been, but are, were, perhaps those those... Those particular abuses of power have been curbed, although being county law, I I doubt it. But the incoming governor is a representative, a person who sprang from the machine that abused that executive power as Scott Walker took office. And there is no reason to assume that he wouldn't abuse his executive power as well. And so when people look at Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez saying, please keep it coming, Junior. It's definitely a very, very large brand idea to, quote, troll a member of a body that will have subpoena power in a month and think, ha, progressives and abuse of power go together like horse and carriage. It's not paranoid. It's not excessive. And it's not unprecedented. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis. You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to Relief Factor. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts star 11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. You stopped solving your own problems years ago. Now you have a staff to do that for you. But it won't help you with your biggest dilemma, her Christmas gift. Well, do what you do best. Surround yourself with good people. The professionals at Wixens Jewelers. Wixens already knows what she wants. It's diamonds or a fine watch. Wixens will make it so easy for you. No mall crowds. Easy in, easy out. Problem solved. Why would you go anywhere else? Wixens Jewelers Bloomington. Celebrating 30 years of making Christmas bright. Wixensjewelers.com. You don't have to wait until you see signs of trouble to start on the path of counseling. Family Innovations Clinics are warm, safe places set apart from the bustle of activity that distracts you from what really matters. They offer counseling for individuals, couples, children, and families. Let Family Innovations help guide you through life's challenges. Located throughout the Twin Cities, Alexandria, and western Wisconsin, each counselor carries the same mission, to be the beginning of something better in you, your family, and your relationships. Online at FamilyInnovations.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Should you care to join us? I hope you do. 
I'm also on Twitter, hashtag Narn Show, N-A-R-N Show. Join us there. I also do uh, a weekly video promo on Facebook. I wind up doing it on my own account usually. I should start doing it on the Northern Alliance Show account. Note to self. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, so I've been talking about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her, let's be honest, authoritarian threat to Donald Trump Jr. And I, and I quote again, please keep it coming, Jr. It's definitely a very, very large brain idea to troll a member of a body that will have subpoena power in a month. Sounds like a threat to sick government on people for what they had to say, which is there's no other way to put it, is trampling on the First Amendment. I mean, if a Republican were to say that, you'd have the eggheads in the media industrial complex going, let's talk about the chilling effect that this place is on free speech. I mean, you know, if, if, if Mitch McConnell had said anything of the sort, and Mitch McConnell is not that, let's not mince words, breathtakingly stupid, if Mitch McConnell had said that, this is what the media industrial complex would be saying. Right now, chilling freedom of speech. But it's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, so she can say pretty much anything she wants, and the media will have her back. But even with the full connivance of the social media titans to silence dissent, even with the full cooperation of the media in making sure that the discussion never actually reaches that level, uh, the blowback did, in fact, reach Representative-elect Ocasio-Cortez, who added later on the day yesterday that her tweet was <clears throat> not intended to be a threat. Quote, I don't have power to subpoena anybody, she wrote in a follow-up tweet. Congress as a body, GOP included, has that power. No individual member can issue a subpoena unless they are a chair, which, as a freshman, I can assure you I will not be. Also must be under purview. Okay, then why say it? Why throw your weight around like that? Why threaten? And you may say it was not intended as a threat, but how else do you read? It's a bad idea to troll a member of a body that will have subpoena power in a month. If that's not a threat, what do you call it? Do words have meanings? Either your first sentence has meanings, or the word threat has none. One of the two. There's no way around it. If Sarah Palin had said this, people would still be calling her a proto-fascist thug. And they would even perhaps even have a point. I, if Sarah Palin had said this, it would have been an ignorant slip. And it's entirely likely that it's an ignorant slip on the part of Ocasio-Cortez, but Sarah Palin never would have said it. I can't think of a conservative worthy of the name anywhere throughout recent American history who would have said it, because we don't believe it. And yet, somewhere, rattling around in that frontal cortex that is so ready for expansion, Alejandria Ocasio-Cortez thinks that it's acceptable to joke in public about sicking government subpoena power on those you disagree with. The fact that it occurs to her should be alarming. The fact that it occurs to progressives so often is why Re Wisconsin Republicans were smart and doing their duty to their society in limiting the power of the incoming progressive governor of wisconsin no two ways about it by the way i'd be remiss not to point out that uh, last week was the funeral of of uh, former president george hw bush who passed away before broadcast time last week i believe it was on a friday um unlike most historical figures who've passed away near the weekend in recent years uh who've managed in the case of uh, Pope John Paul II and Ronald Reagan and, and many others, to pass away immediately after the Northern Alliance goes off the air. Uh, President uh, Bush, uh, 41, uh, passed away 
in time to talk about it last week. He uh, he passed. Um, he passed. He he had his state funeral this past Wednesday, and there was a touching photograph of uh, his service dog who was with him for the last six months of his life, uh, laying down in front of his casket. A, a photo that went viral uh, when it was uh, broadcast from the from the where the body was laying in state. Uh, the dog was named Sully. The dog was named after Sully Sullenberger. And just to prove there is no event involving Republicans that's too small, too petty, too venal for progressives to turn into a cynical wedge. Ruth Graham, writing at a at a website called Slate, which frankly I can't believe uh, is still in business, uh, wrote... On Sunday night, George H.W. Bush spokesman Jim McGrath posted a photograph to Twitter depicting a golden lab named Sully resting in front of the former president's casket. The captain read, mission complete. Within hours, Sully the dog had become a bona fide celebrity. McGrath's sentiment has been retweeted 61,000 times in counting, and Sully was trending on Twitter at various times on Monday. C-SPAN covered the dog's arrival, blah, da 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 there's nothing wrong with applying sentimentality when it comes to family pets reacting to their owner's deaths. There's even some preliminary evidence from the small field of comparative thanatology that animals notice death and that some may even experience an emotion we might compare with grief. But Sully was not a long time. Well, Sully was not a long time Bush family pet, letting go of the only master he's ever known. He's an employee who served for less than six months. Sully's Instagram account, which has 147,000 followers as of Monday night, has been active since late June. That's when, quote, he posted a photograph with a sign reaching. Is there anything too petty for Big Left not to vomit all over? I'm sorry. Words fail me. And that's hard to do when you're a conservative talk show host. There is nothing too small, too petty, too venal for big left to besmirch, to piddle on, to 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 be to to, to mock and taunt. Shut up, Ruth Graham. Your fifteen minutes are counting down fast. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Oh, it gets worse. We've worked hard our entire lives to provide for our families and retirement. We've entrusted others to make decisions with our investments. Don't you want to be in control of your financial freedom? Learn to be the best steward of your own money. Join us at Online Trading Academy for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com. Again, pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Christmas began with an unplanned pregnancy that ended in the ultimate sacrifice. At Patriot Mobile, the sanctity of life is cherished, and they fight daily to protect it. Patriot Mobile is not just about cell service. They provide support to conservative groups for pro-life, family values, and religious freedom. Stop supporting big mobile companies who support Planned Parenthood, the ACLU, and the Freedom from Religion Foundation. Patriot Mobile gives you the same reliable nationwide coverage at better rates. Keep your phone number and contribute to the conservative causes that you believe in with each phone call you make. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. The gift of life. Protect it. Cherish it. Switch to Patriot Mobile to support it. Make a difference this Christmas for our nation and for future generations. Join Patriot Mobile today at patriotmobile.com forward slash hue or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's patriotmobile.com forward slash hue or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Visiting Angels is America's choice in senior home care. We believe your loved ones should never have to give up living at home. Visiting Angels provides personal home care up to 24 hours per day, including meals and light housework. Ask about our dementia care at home. You'll select your professional caregiver. Look up visitingangels.com or call 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in home care. 
This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask, are you getting the best rate? And Health Markets offers a free service to help folks maximize their Medicare benefits and save money. The enrollment period for Medicare has already started. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice, don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. It's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare service is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. The deadline for enrollment is just days away, so you need to act now. Call 800-735-8803. 800-735-8803. 800-735-8803. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Steel. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.